Hey, this is Cousin Vinny on the Cousin Vinny Network. And today, we're welcoming a brand new member to our network. And I'd like to uh, take some time to make sure that you understand that you have the opportunity of freedom of speech. Whatever you'd like to talk about, you're welcome to come join me at any given time. So today, I would like to do is introduce the latest member to our network, and it is... Rick Wareheim. Rick, why are you here and who are you here with? Well, uh, I am Rick Wareheim, and uh, as uh, most of you know, uh, I am the uh, director of uh, Home Guard Associates. Uh, you folks are uh, subscribers uh, to our uh, newsletter that we've been doing uh, for the past uh, year or so, and we're broadening our horizons, and uh, we're going to start uh, podcasting, and we're uh, very excited about it. Uh, we are going to do uh, uh, shows that uh, we know will be of interest to you. They're uh, going to revolve around uh, the gun uh, industry, uh, NRA-type uh, topics, and uh, current uh, events in, uh, involving uh, the uh, current state of uh, your Second Amendment rights and uh, guns, uh, guns in general. And uh, today we're going to kick things off with uh, Ron uh, Calkins, who is the owner of uh, RPJ uh, Guns, uh, located in uh, in Homosassa. And uh, Ron, if uh, you wanted to say a few words at this point and introduce yourself to uh, our subscribers, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Hello, I am Ron Calkins, and uh, I'm one of the owners of uh, RPJ Guns in the uh, Sunny Days Plaza in Homosassa. And uh, hopefully we can uh, lead people to... Uh, them being able to select the right gun for personal protection or going down to the range to, you know, enjoy a little bit of sports shooting and so on. And uh, there's a lot of people that don't know really what they want right now when they're coming in the store. So, right. Well, we uh, cater very much to the ladies and so on that uh, that don't have guns and, and so on. We don't mind taking the time that really should be devoted to that. Right. You made a comment in the pre-interview is that, you know, people have an idea of, of the gun they want and it's the big shiny object out there. And sometimes that's not the best idea where your guidance can help them go through that learning process as to what their needs are, how they want to use it. You know, what, what's, what's their focus instead of just a shiny object in the window? Absolutely. You're right. The, uh, one of the things that really come down to play we're an area that there's a lot of uh, uh, snowbirds, uh, people in the retirement age, and some of the uh, the semi-automatic handguns uh, are pretty difficult for people with arthritis and in uh, limited strength compared to what we had when we, you know, used to walk around with a S tattooed on our chest for Superman, um, and. Uh, you know, being able to function the gun properly that you're going to get sometimes may not lead to that bright, shiny thing that, that you might want or be normally led towards from your next-door neighbor or somebody that once had a— You know, we're uh, doing this at a, uh, a podcast at a very interesting time. Uh, coincidentally, uh, there's what with the uh, COVID-19, also known as Chinese flu. Right. And, and uh, the— uh, social unrest that's going on currently. Uh, it's been a big news story. As a matter of fact, I know you appear in the local paper with a story about the, uh, the, the boom in gun sales. And uh, what, what has there been a change? Obviously, there's a boom, but has there been a change in the clientele that's coming in to see? Is it different than it was last year? Absolutely. Uh, drastic change. The, um, there's people that have been coming in that when they come in the door, it looks like they're afraid, not necessarily just uncomfortable. Um, and what I mean by afraid 
is uh, they're, they're entering a new realm of something that they never thought they ever, ever would be doing, and that's buying a gun. Um, I've had uh, numerous people come in, uh, whether it was during the Obama um, reign for the eight years or uh, to now. You know, the, uh, the, the, the feelings of people, not only uh, once the COVID-19 really entered its phase and was slowing down and we were starting to reopen a lot of uh, areas and you know, we have uh, all of a sudden now the riots and now some of those individuals that hadn't gone and purchased a gun because they were staunchly against it uh, have entered and when they come in, if there's other people in the store, they'll, they'll say, okay, go ahead, take care of this person. I, I want to talk to you a little bit more. Um, and, and then they'll, uh, they'll come out and, and explain that, they have never touched a gun before, and that's usually where the most fear comes from when they come into this area of, now I'm going to buy a gun. I'm, it's a deadly item, um, and, and I'm, I really don't like it, but I think that this is what I've got to do in order to keep my family and, and, and so on safe. This is one of the reasons, uh, Ron, I was anxious to, to talk to you specifically because you're, uh, you know, relatively speaking, you're a small operation. Uh, and uh, uh, I think one of the, personally speaking, one of the benefits to that is that you're much more able to give some personal attention to the person that really has no, I know you're busy, but but nevertheless, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different than a, than a, you know, a huge big box, uh, you know, operation where you're able to give some some personalized attention to someone who comes in there really knowing next to nothing, or he's gotten advice from his brother-in-law or or whatever, and uh, and uh, this is a you know it's a uh, people need to realize that this is a huge decision that they're making and they should should not take it lightly they should do as much prep as they can beforehand there's uh uh (laughs) with some hesitation there's information online uh you have to be careful you know it's typical there's good information bad information but at least it's a starting point there's plenty of publications and whatever that uh, that'll help but there's not going to be anything more valuable than going to an expert like yourself in the store, putting hands on a potential firearm, seeing uh, all the various things that you'll be able to see that this is a, a, a good firearm for him or it's not their whole level of experience. Some guy that comes in and wants a Rambo gun uh, who's never shot a BB gun, right. uh, this is not going to be a, success, a successful chapter in his life. Absolutely okay. not, so. yeah. Um, and, and I kind of look at it, in a different realm than what some of the other uh, places do. After, you know, a little over 20 years as uh, law enforcement, I have a little bit different perspective sometimes than what some of the other places may be. And of course, we're more than happy to sit and talk to somebody uh, and help them when they come to the decision that they need to do something like this is purchasing a firearm. Is, uh, I mean, case in point, on Friday, I had a, a customer call my hours are nine to five in the store, 
but thanks to the ATF, we got a lot of time and paperwork and so on that we can, uh, you know, you know that that we spend in the store. So uh, it was like five thirty, five twenty-five that the customer called and said, "Look, my wife really needs to." talk to somebody about getting a firearm. He says, I've got one, I carry it, but I want her to also. And we all know that sometimes when you're talking to a spouse, there's always um, a level of doubt (laughs) in the other spouse's mind as to uh, the level of experience and so on. So a lot of times uh, when you're instructing somebody on how to shoot, it's always easier to have somebody that is not related to that individual. So what what, what consideration should a person uh, have in mind when they're when they're thinking about let, let's for a moment talk about a, a new of uh, a new gun owner mm-hmm. who hasn't really owned a gun before. What 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 type of consideration should they be should they be keeping in mind when they're when they're making uh, making a decision even to the point of should I have one or not? And then, secondly, what type of uh, what 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 type of uh, uh, firearm? And I don't mean to step on my own question here, but one of the things I think is critical for people is just their whole level of experience. Absolutely, more than anything, because it can be it can be a progression that would end up going with the uh, the the physical ability as well, because we're in a in an area that there's a lot of retirees, and I tell people when they're when we're talking about it, were you looking for a, a, a semi-automatic or a revolver? Are you looking for something for going to the range to shoot uh, and try to knock out the bullseye? Or are you looking for something that, that you're going to use specifically in the house for self-defense or eventually possibly carry? Mm-hmm. And it comes down to dramatically a lot of experience or what you're going to get for experience using that firearm. That, that initial decision, I, I think, is, uh, I guess, pretty obviously is critical uh, because someone uh, who, who, who doesn't go through this process and really think it through and, and talk to an expert like yourself and they make the wrong choice. Absolutely. And then they go out, uh, you know, they go out to the range and and they have a horrible experience there because it's the wrong mm-hmm. gun. I mean, it just it's and and we know this. I mean, if you're if you're not comfortable with your firearm, it is not a pleasant experience, right? Uh, physically or mentally, <laughs> or co- or confidence wise. I mean, it can be pretty right. shattering out there when you realize you can't hit the proverbial broadside of a barn. You know, so what happens then? They come home. They put the they put the uh, the firearm in a, in 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 a, in a drawer. And that's it. And and that in and of itself can create a, a very dangerous situation. If you have the firearm, but you don't have no idea how to use it, or or if you ever were pressed into into using it, you're not going to use it properly. And it's not unprecedented that that same firearm is going to be turned against you. Correct. The uh, the, the 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 thing is, a lot of people say the the funny thing is, which I don't, and that is that. When a, 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 a husband gets the spouse who is willing now to learn something about firearms, gives her that 12-gauge shotgun with a double-op buck in it in a three-inch magnum and knocks her on her butt, you know, because of the recoil. So it could be a method to his madness. Yeah, but you know what? I think that, you know, the old saying, happy wife, happy life, really rings a bell. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, I tell guys, well, you know what? If you get her involved and she likes this, mm-hmm. because sports shooting is, is really fun. It really is. And when I first met my wife, she, you know, the, the, we were 
talking and she was saying well there'll never be a gun in my house and i'm like oh time out time out we need to talk about this i've got a couple gun safes with guns you know and and i'm not going to give it up i don't want you to i don't want to change you i don't want you to change me we you know we just need to meet in the middle and taking her out there and starting her with a 22 uh where the the leak recoil is low uh she was amazed how well she shot and and uh and, and, and that is the case with a lot of ladies. You know, I mean, they will show the, 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 the males <laughs> on shooting. And sometimes maybe that's why they give them the 12-gauge shotgun. You know? I, mean, I don't know. But the, the, yeah. the thing is, if they're comfortable, then you both can be involved right. in, in that shooting process, whether it's uh, to, to make yourself comfortable when it comes to making that purchase uh, of a, a self-defense firearm. Right. Yeah, yeah, just just real quickly, I'm also an RE certified pistol instructor, and I just like to chime in for the ladies. And, uh, and, and there's no question about it; they're, they're better students. Oh yeah, and uh, and a lot of them from the get go are, are better shots. Yeah, you know, because they're they're not getting into the, the the weeds here, but there's a lot of alpha stuff that goes on. You know, where where you know they don't want to, people don't want to change. They don't want to you know they they're a little bit uh, leery of. Uh, instruction and changing what they're doing and uh, and all kinds of stuff going on there with with women it's like hey i'm here to learn and teach me yep. you know and yep. and it's a terrific trend and quite frankly uh, there's in within the nra uh there's a, a real real emphasis on getting women into the organization mm-hmm. and that includes getting women instructors and, and, and i gotta tell you uh I, I i'm a big supporter of it i think you know you gotta face reality and a, and a, a qualified woman instructor uh, with a with an eager woman student, it's a Absolutely. terrific combination. Absolutely, just they're, a terrific combination. Well, they're 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 uh, a whole lot more comfortable because they're not afraid or, well, is this guy going to try to hit on me more than instruct me to you know actually be able to right. uh, you know get me in the right direction? Right. Yeah. I mean, these are even training to be an instructor. There's a lot of talk about. What, exactly what you're talking about, putting hands on and all that Absolutely. stuff, and it's 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 a problem. Uh, with a male, if all of a sudden he starts, you know, he starts flipping that that muzzle around, mm-hmm. he's going to grab his butt pretty quickly. Uh, oh yeah. Know? And with a woman, uh, wouldn't be such a good yeah. idea. Right. You know? <laughs> right. So it's. But anyway, the the trend is good. The trend is mm-hmm. more women getting involved, more women instru- uh, more women instructors. Absolutely. Well, and- let me ask you another question. Uh, uh, insofar as who's coming into the store. We've touched on that, but now what are what generally speaking are people taking out of the store with them? Concealable handguns, and uh, and the the trend for a long time was pocket, you know, mm-hmm. real small, and uh, but now we're we're seeing uh, that as well, but not as much as the uh, the ones that we call a subcompact, mm-hmm. uh, like the Ruger EC nine S or the uh, the Glock 43, 42, uh, and stuff like that. They're the ones that I, you know, well, it's hard to keep anything on the shelf during this COVID-19 pandemic. And our distributors that I get my stuff from, well, there's over 20 of them. And I, uh, I venture to say, um, if somebody comes in and says, hey, I saw this in the uh, NRA magazine. Right, it's uh, or guns and ammo or whatever the magazine because they, I you, I can always tell without even looking at the magazine 
what guns are on the magazine because you get those individuals coming in yeah. and and the, those items that they first start you know speaking about are not going to even make it to a a, a a gun shop for about six months yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Now, one one of the reasons I, I think that people uh, in our neck of the woods specifically tend to pocket carry people. Mm-hmm. Uh, is because of the clothing we wear most of, mo- most of the year. I mean, you have you know cargo shorts and Very t-shirts and, and all that. Weather. And, uh, yeah. So even you know inside the waistband or whatever becomes a little becomes mm-hmm. problematic. Where the uh, you know the pocket carry is pretty easy. And right. like you've alluded to, there's a lot of choice a lot of choices out there. And uh, just as a quick aside, you just have to be real careful with your holstering. Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, and uh, and of course. When somebody comes in, we go into that very heavily. There's so many different ways for us guys to carry, but there's very limited ways that ladies can carry because of our clothing choices and stuff. And it's not always a good idea to carry in the purse because the purse is set down in a shopping cart. It's set down at almost every location that they would go to now we sell concealed carry purses but it still makes it to where if somebody's just going to try to rip off some you know poor lady's purse now they've got a firearm yeah so not not only that but uh uh, god love them uh women speaking for my wife is a lot of stuff in the purse absolutely tons of stuff and if all of a sudden you're in a an an emergency situation, and you have to get that's, to that uh, firearm, you might have to get why. through an awful lot of stuff. Right. Well, uh, that's why you, the concealed carry purses are very important. Right. Because there is actually a, 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 a compartment, whether it be Velcro, whether it be a zipper, to put the, the, the firearm. So it's also not grabbed or got keys in there. And, you know, well, even though it's in a concealed carry purse, it's always good to have it in some type of a holster that you would get with a concealed carry purse, which is usually just an open-faced holster that has Velcro, so you can move it around in that section according to the gun that you're using. Separated, and that's absolutely the, that, that's the important, uh, you know, absolutely. the important part. I, I, I hesitate to, to bring this up, but I, I will because uh, it's a it's a it's a subject of great debate. But I'm curious uh, now, insofar as the caliber of of of, mm-hmm. of 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 gun that people are getting, is a trend. Uh, more toward the the nine millimeters or, or um. well a lot of uh, uh, a lot of police departments are going back to that from being to the forty you know, all the engineering changes in the projectiles and stuff it it, uh, it it makes a lot of difference and it makes a lot of difference with one thing in particular when the when the pocket pistols like the Ruger LCP well Keltec well, P3AT that was a three eighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, ACP caliber. They came out with that and the P32. We ended up a friend of mine up in the Panhandle. We well, who has four stores. We uh, did our own little testing, and of course, you know, you can say it's redneck testing. Well, so be it, you know. But uh, <laughs> you hear a lot of uh, you know professional testing and stuff too, and that's that's very good. But the bottom line is, uh, you would have some of these real big guys, you know, that would take that pocket pistol. And go out, as soon as they bought it, they'd go out to the range and shoot it. And then they'd call up and say, hey, this thing's a piece of junk. And, and it's like, well, um, what is it doing? Oh, it's jamming all the time. Well, did you have anybody else at the range shoot it? 
you know, I mean, you know, no, it's my gun. Well, okay, then bring it in. And we had a little shooting booth that we could use. And uh, you go back there and bang, 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 bang. Not a problem, yeah. right? Well, you're shooting it too fast. Okay, what difference does that make? But we'll do that. Yeah. Shoot it slow. And, you know, explaining to this big burly guy that he's limp-wristing the gun is, you know, kind of insulting, I guess, you know, to his ego. Uh, but that's one of the things that you need to explain when they're actually going to buy the gun, that you need to lock your wrist a little bit so that the gun can function the way it's supposed to function. Yeah, because and also because of the size of his hand relative, relative to the, 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 the pistol itself, he yeah. might have he might have two fingers holding it. Absolutely. You know, and that's, I mean, that's, all he can, that's all he can get on. And, and wonder why he's hitting... Or on the outside of the silhouette, right. <laughs> when you know, the gun range. Just to take this full circle, it's what we were yapping about before. Is that uh, you know the proper selection of the of the firearm is critical. Yeah. And I know I, I brought up calibers, and I, it's kind of a funny discussion because you know people are all over the place and and loyal to one and what you know. Right. The bottom line is is uh, you know caliber wise is you could have a bazooka. Right. Okay. And if 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 you can't if you can't use it properly. Correct. Uh, it's 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 useless. It's and I, useless I tell state, a lot you know, of customers. So. Number one, shot placement is everything. You know, a twenty-two uh, is not one of the better choices, but it may come down to that would be the best choice, right. uh, depending on the person's ability to function the gun and and so on. That's what you can put on target comfortably, it, 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 consistently. Right, and be able to uh, be able to. To get maybe even a second shot instead mm-hmm. of that 357 Magnum in a little tiny J frame, um, and and the lady is 86 years old. You know the 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 ability for her to be able to function the gun could be one that would be a detriment to her, not a benefit. Right. And the uh, the caliber, if you're using the the low calibers like the 22s, uh, you could put a lethal shot on the individual. And they can still kill you or do a lot of maiming to you before they expire. So right. that's why more of the uh, 32 ACP, the 380 ACP, when it comes to a little pocket gun like that, is is uh, more that I would lean somebody to as long as they could function the gun. Because when you get into the smaller guns, it's harder to function the slide on a semi-automatic. All the LCP2 came out, and, and it made it a lot easier. But now Smith & Wesson has come out, uh, and I say recently, within the last year, year and a half, with the 380 ACP, you know, it's the Shield EZ. That one uh, came over, it went over huge. And I've got a couple guys that uh, have got so much arthritis. This yeah. guy comes in, and he has, when he shakes your hand, he gets his two fingers, you know, out and Two fingers are up against the palm of his hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got upset because he gave away almost every gun that he had. And he was, uh, you know, he's a big old biker guy. Yeah. You know? Um, so now when uh, he came in and saw that on my counter, because I had it up on top of the counter as a display, he said, well, what's that? And I explained to him, and I said, I'll bet you that you'll be able to function that slide. And he did, and, and whenever I was talking to a customer and he came in the store afterwards, because he comes in about every you know every two weeks or so just to say hi, he'll sell the gun for me to the customers. Yeah, um, yeah it's, so, a, it's a good point, too, for our, our, our 
podcasting audience, most of which are you know in the Tampa area, and our uh, demographic tends to be older. Mm-hmm. And I think as as guys in particular, we have to realize time marches on, and you know maybe that forty five is not the best the best uh, you know best choice right. for you right now. Maybe go out to the range or whatever. But on a practical side, think practical and what, what you can actually what you could actually. Uh, uh, employ in a situation quickly and 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 accurately right and just not that first shot you know you know, think of the subsequent follow-up shots that yeah. may occur you know, i mean it's in, not like in, it's in not the, like tv you know where one shot <laughs> right. the guy goes flying back 10 feet and that's the end of it, <laughs> and you know, the it's end like, of it. Yeah. yeah um and uh you know so when it when it when it comes down to that, uh, and of course now they also came out with that same gun in a nine millimeter, mm-hmm. and everybody knows about nine millimeter, and yeah, it's you know, certainly it's, trending. It's, isn't that, isn't yes, it? absolutely. And a lot of the police departments, like I touched on a little bit earlier, a lot of them are going to the nine millimeter from the bigger <laughs> calibers, as in from the, the the forty. And a lot of the police departments that went from forty five to forty, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of those are going back to the forty five or to the nine, and you have a little bit better round count. Uh, you know, ability when you uh, do that. But the main thing is uh, you're trying to stop the action of the individual that caused you to do the, uh, you know, go to resort to the deadly weapon yeah. uh, in the first place. Um, you know, we've talked an awful lot about, uh, and I guess understandably so, about hardware. Absolutely. Know, at this point in guns and because it's fun mm-hmm. <laughs> and interesting. Uh, but also, uh, I would like to maybe take a little bit of a turn here and something that always concerns me insofar as preparation and people mm-hmm. knowing what they're getting into right. is people getting familiar with the laws. Absolutely. Of, uh, of, uh, of owning a firearm. Uh, even, uh, you know, I mean, in the home and the castle doctrine and stand mm-hmm. your ground and all that business. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think a lot of people sort of have an idea, a conceptual idea. But if you're going, what my recommendation would be if you're going to go in and, and buy a firearm and hopefully you get one that's proper for you and you train with it and all that, there's a whole subset of things that you need to know in the, in the legal in the legal realm uh, and that's not even you know you know if you're planning on on doing concealed carry mm-hmm. now all of a sudden that triples quadruples oh, okay. what we're you know what we're talking about what you have to understand right uh, and a lot of people uh, you know uh, they uh, want to have the firearm with them which is a good idea. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, but they have to understand what the rules and regulations are. If they're going to take it in the car, if they're going to take it in the boat, if they're going to cross state lines. If Absolutely. It, you know, you have to really, uh, really do some work. Uh, like I said before, this is a, it, it concerns me a lot of cavalier some people are about, about yes. owning a firearm. It's just like, well, you know, hey, my next door neighbor has this and so I'm going to get that and, and, and they go mm-hmm. and they buy it and they, Okay, I mean, you've taken a mini step, that proverbial first step in that thousand mile journey, right? And uh, and you've got to be you've got to be serious about it. It's not all that difficult, uh, but you can't be lazy about it, and you have to you have to do the research. And that's in particular if you're going to carry concealed. Yes. Uh, all you have to do is you know is open up a newspaper and you see that uh, you know th- this this is real stuff. Right. And uh, there's a lot of uh, organizations out there that that provide information. And the NRA is probably the largest. You, you need to do a little bit of research there as well. And I say a little bit. We obviously a vast amount of research. But you, when, when people go through our concealed carry class, when they're leaving or before the class starts, uh, one of the first things that, that I'll 
make a reference to is if you ever have to pull the firearm in a self-defense scenario, assume that there's going to be a lawyer attached to it. And what I mean by that is the bad guy, boy, they, it seems like, you know, they, they've, you know, someplace in life, they got a, an extra, you know, lesson in, in life. And that was on how to sue somebody. But the, uh, the thing is, if you don't even use it in that scenario that you had to still dial nine one one when the, when that threat is gone, hopefully the bad guy, when he sees the gun come out, he's going to run and all you see is heels and elbows. But, yeah, and, and the, the fact of the matter is, is even at that point, even you, the brandishing, even showing the firearm, nine one already you have you have potential liability. It, it, absolutely, yeah. you know, it, because nowadays, you know, the 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 way of you knowing that somebody's got a camera rolling on you when it was on your shoulder and it was a real size VHS tape. Uh, to now, everybody has a cell phone and has video, and they'll only shoot the part that is going to be what they would want somebody to see a lot yeah. of times. Oh. I've got, I'm going to insert a little plug here for the NRA since you touched on it. Uh, and I know you do instruction in your, uh, in your store. Uh, but you know, for people that are really close by to, to the store, whatever you can go online, uh, NRA instruction. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh you have several ways of getting to it, but you're, you're going to get to a site that'll, uh, uh, allow you to, uh, check what courses you're interested in. Yes. Uh, and uh, you put in your uh, your zip code and whatever, and it'll tell you exactly uh, you where the courses the are, who the instructor is, how to get a hold of them, and, 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 and all of that. And all of these people are obviously NRA certified instructors. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, just a quick anecdote. When I took my, uh, my instruction uh, instructor training uh, quite some time ago, I was amazed because so much of it, when you cut through it all, was the, the message, do you really want to do this? You know, mm-hmm. here's all of the all of the potential ramifications, the liabilities, the thing that you're getting into, you know. And I think a lot of people, not necessarily the people that are listening to the podcast, but a lot of outside people, they then already think that, you know, they're promoting everybody should have a Thompson submachine gun, you know. <laughs> and 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 I got to tell you, if you take an NRA course, you're going to realize that so much of it is 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 telling you to be careful. Right. And if you're going to get involved in this, be trained and stay trained and always look for advice, always get better, always get better. Absolutely. You know? There's, there's tons and tons of uh, people out there that are doing instruction. Do your research, do very diligent research on who you're going to have teach you what you can and can't do. Right. Um, right. You know, you, you can't a good point. You, you pound want, that. You want to make sure that they're a qualified instructor. Yeah, absolutely. More than a few people get surprised because they turn in their little diploma to, to Florida mm-hmm. and they say, we have no idea who this guy yeah, is. Yeah, who is this? You know, so yeah. try again. Are they really back, an instructor? <laughs> yeah, and get back to us. So it's something that uh, you should be aware of. And, uh, and you can verify, by the way, NRA instructor credentials online uh, as well which you should which you should do there's nothing to preclude some some wise guy from saying i'm an nra instructor and and unless he's caught he can get away with it right so it's up to you as a student to verify that he has uh, he's properly credentialed absolutely and 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 try and more importantly properly trained yes and he's uh, most of these guys not everyone that i've ever met is really sincere and dedicated, uh, you know, about, uh, about training they, people properly. They want to uh, expand everybody's horizons on getting into the shooting industry to begin right. with, as well as doing it, obviously, legal. You know, 
It's, uh, I tell people that when they uh, come in the store and they're asking about uh, training of any kind, you know, the instructor that I choose to come in and, and teach in the store, he's keeping my customers out of jail. Um, get them out to, you know, to start shooting. And then they start seeing that, hey, this is actually fun too. You know, right. it's not all gloom and doom. I've got to have this gun because I got to save my family or myself. It's, uh, you know, and, and get your family involved. Right. Uh, you know, getting other, you know, people involved. And it doesn't have to be hunting. Uh, there's a lot of sports shooting out there. There's uh, cowboy action shooting. Um, it, it, there's a lot to, you know, go on in the shooting industry and it doesn't have to be all with, uh, killing something, but, uh, it, you can make it fun. And, and, and the more people are enlightened and, and see stuff, uh, the least people will, uh, have a negative, uh, impact when it comes to that. When they, uh, I can't remember if it was 60 minutes or one of those uh, shows like that. Uh, went to people and said, uh, do your kids know if you have a firearm or where it's placed? And, you know, almost everybody said, no, they don't know. We hide it. And, uh, you know, the, the, you know, investigative reporter, you know, went to the kids five, six years old and, uh, does mommy or daddy have a gun in the house? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and do you know where it is? Oh yeah. Right up there in the closet underneath of this and this, Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, take that mystique away from the kids and, and, and do what you're supposed to do. All right. The, the ATF requires that you safely and securely uh, keep that firearm out of the reach of somebody who does not have the right to be able to have it. Right. Now, that can be because of their life choices that they can't have a firearm or because of the, well, a lot of different circumstances. Yeah, You know, in, in, in so far as the storage, too, it's, it's, it's probably a good topic for another podcast, actually, because right. it's huge. But, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't, aren't necessarily, who are not really, you know, it, involved in this every day aren't aware of the tremendous developments that have occurred there. They Absolutely. think they have to bring this, you know, 20 ton safe, safe in the house yes. and, and all that stuff. And, and, and now is, uh, you know, again, not to get too deep in this, but you know, they have all the, 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 Bio, the biometric, biometric stuff, and stuff and yeah. can, fingerprints. You put your or, fingerprints and it yeah. pops open, and they're uh, yeah. uh, and they're because because the thing about it is, and I guess I will get into this a little bit. I mean, when you think about it, if you if you're getting a firearm for uh, your home protection, right? Okay, and and most of the time, uh, you know, the bad guy is not going to politely knock on your door and ask if he can come right. in and rob you. Okay, if he it's is, that's because there's three more that are breaking in your back yeah. door when he's got you at the front door talking to you. Well, there you go. But but it's uh, one of those things. More than likely, it's going to be you're sound asleep at 3 a.m. and all of a sudden you hear a crash, mm-hmm. and now for you to get up and to your you know to your three ton safe and start dialing around and get. Right. Foolhardy, you know, but 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 the industry has really addressed this, and there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of other options, uh, absolutely options available to absolutely. You know, so. and, and storage in a car is not necessarily one, but there's a way that you can make it a little bit safer. Going to work, coming mm-hmm. home from work, you know, those are road rage, you know, scenarios, and and so there's uh, you know, there, like you said, there's a broad broad range, right. uh, and you know, you can see yeah. some of those on my website. Just go to rpjguns.com. Uh, there's there's tons and tons of ways that you can keep those safe. Yeah, and there are probably when you think about it, there's probably three major elements to you know to this at a minimum, and that's like we already discussed the uh, proper uh, selection of the firearm. Yep. And then how you're gonna how you're gonna 
carry it. How you know uh, if if especially with the concealed uh, businesses, you have to be equally important. You have to have the pro- the proper way to carry it, Absolutely. or you're putting yourself and and others and and other. Uh, private things of yours that, that you want to protect. Right. Uh, you want to be. You want to be sure that you're making the uh, the correct choice. And then there's a the storage, the storage itself. And quite mm-hmm. frankly, I guess hand in hand with that is the maintenance. Correct. Uh, the, the the upkeep of your of your firearms. You just can't Absolutely. put something away and five years later get it out and expect it to work properly. Right. Though there is you know some type of firearms that take less maintenance. Than others. Today's firearms are a lot better. Correct. Yeah, no question. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, but yeah, um, you know, I mean, so you, it, if you've made that decision to probably purchase a firearm, getting to know what it is that you want, you need to think, how will I carry it? How will I store it? Right. Because I'm not going to have it on me in the shower. Somewhere you're going to put it. Right. Uh, so, you know, uh, down to, like we were saying, and like you had just touched on, is how we're going to carry it. And, of course, there's just a plethora of uh, different things that they should be thinking about when they're they're about to make a, a purchase. Right. And, that, you know, and, and that's why, again, I think uh, having someone like you in here that, that, you know, can take the time to answer the questions, or you can probably ascertain pretty quickly who needs a lot of help Absolutely. and who doesn't need so much help. You know, some guy that comes in and he's a, you know, he's a, 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 a combat veteran and now he's a police officer and all, you know, he's probably knows pretty much what he's, you know, what he's doing. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's the minority of the customers There's going to be most of them that I'm sure you can see right away, you know, you get them thinking about, well, now how are you going to uh, plan on carrying this? Are you going to be, you know, eventually, maybe not, you know, right out from the get-go, but eventually, mm-hmm. and then, you know, just make them aware of that, uh, the importance of the proper holstering. And then, uh, you know, if you got, you know, you have kids at home, uh, you know, well, yeah. let's let's talk about storage for a minute or yeah. two. You're here, not going to you know? put it on the kitchen table when you get home. Yeah. You know, so there's, but there's, it happens. you'd be surprised. It happens. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, or it's on the, the stand or it's behind yeah. the, you know, the thing so that the the, that twelve gauge shotgun's right there at the door. You know yeah. that that may not be the better choice of weapon to yeah. be right there at the door. And unfortunately, I mean it's not uncommon. You know, and it breaks my heart every time. Mm-hmm. Every time I see it, because uh, uh, you know so much of this can be avoided. Absolutely. You know, it's not. Uh, you know, the gun just sits there. You know, that, I can guarantee you, we could have a gun sitting here. It's and never if killed no one anyone unless it, somebody used it. It's not going to shoot. You know, it's going to be somebody make. You know, when it when it hit when it. In quotes, accident happens. No uh, such thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's someone's negligence. fault. Right. right. Yeah. It'd be a negligent. No such thing as, an a, as an accidental discharge. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a there's a lot that uh, that people should have. You know, I mean, I don't care if you come in the store with a list. You know, of questions. Oh, it's a good thing because that means you're not gonna. I mean, you're possibly gonna be nervous to begin with. Come in. And, and, you know, uh, I have no problem taking the time at the end of the day or before the day or uh, or even if it's actually quiet in the store. But there, I don't think there's been one for the last month and a half. But, you know, uh, like I was saying with that one customer, you know, we, we ended up closing the door and locking up after putting all the guns away at 730 in the evening. That's not a problem. Yeah. Uh, on my website, you'll see that I state that. Well, ladies, you are one of our priorities. We want you to get what you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Right. 
Yeah, like I touched on before, the the women are the fastest growing segment in the uh, in, in the NRA. I uh, I'm also a uh, NRA recruiter, as uh, the listeners know, <laughs> and uh, I can't. I've been recruiting for quite some time, and uh, there, it wasn't all that long ago when a woman coming up to join the NRA was. Oh fl- wow! Fl- flabbergasting. Yeah, you know, it's like well, this. You know, must be Annie Oakley. You know? <laughs> I, and and and. I'll tell you so many times now, and this is the, this is the honest to goodness truth. I'll be um, like at a Bass Pro store or whatever, and customers will be coming in, and the, there'll be a husband and wife, and the wife will literally is push the, the guy over so and she say, we're, can see we're joining. Yeah. You know, oh, wow. We're, we're yeah. joining this, you know. It's, it's, been, it's been amazing, and it's been, it's been terrific. It's, uh, it's, it's great. There's one uh, area that I just thought of that I don't think that we've touched on, that is be aware that as soon as something happens, and with my prior law enforcement, um, you know, you uh, be respectful uh, if you do have to, to use it. And when the police arrive, uh, do be uh, respectful, but also know that we still live in the United States and you have the right not to answer any questions unless you have. Put your gun down, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when I arrive, as I don't polite, want. As polite as you might be, I don't put want the gun to down. see a real nervous person with a gun in their hand still. Right. So, yeah. It's well, another interesting topic, actually. Yeah, absolutely. That, uh, that, that, that has a lot, of, uh, a lot of merit to it, but a lot of detail that, uh, that, that, that you need to be we aware of. We can't serve so. that justice in this podcast. At the very least, what I would recommend to people is if, especially if you carry, carry consistently and what, what, if you don't want to go out and get the insurance right away or whatever, or whatever, what you should do early on is find an, uh, find a local attorney. Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that, find someone. Yeah. That, that has, that has some experience in this area, Absolutely. you know, not, not necessarily the guy that does your will or whatever. I, I don't know, but find out if he's comfortable with this, if he's, uh, you know, if he, if he, if he's, uh, uh, knowledgeable, uh, has had some experience of some sort, and uh, that should be a call that you make as well. You know, right. call the police and then get a hold of your attorney because uh, you are not going to be your normal self if something ever happens. And right. uh, and you you need to get in the mindset. Uh, look, uh, officer, I, you know, well, let's not. <laughs> anyway, call the attorney right. uh, and let uh, let him get involved as early, uh, you know, as early as possible. It's easy to get off on a lot of tangents. It is, <laughs> it is, it is. Especially when a lot of this stuff is near and dear to our heart, right? You know? so. Right. But again, these are some ideas, uh, you know, for maybe some future uh, some future uh, podcast actually. But mm-hmm. uh, they they require, if we're going to do it responsibly, a lot more time than these little snippets. Absolutely. So, I think we're just about ready to wrap up for uh, you know for today. And uh, I, I appreciate uh, appreciate you being here, Ron. I, I hope our uh, listeners have found it of interest and uh, worth their uh, worth their time. And uh, let me just mention one more time: your uh, store is uh, RPJ Guns. Anybody ever go- looking for an RPG when they come in there? Is Absolutely. That, that was kind of <laughs> like the that was kind of like the play on it, you know. Uh, and then I realized that you know, I mean, my name is Ron. My wife's is Paula, and uh-huh. my daughter is Jennifer, and she was going to be, you okay. know, uh, involved, but she is should have named her Gina. Chose, I know yeah, it. Then so. it would have worked, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it was a play on the, you know, RPG. But uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's anyway, uh, your address is five three eight four South Suncoast Boulevard, in uh, beautiful uh, Homosassa. 
And I guess as a reference, uh, maybe a mile north of Walmart, something? Yes, sir. Something like yeah, that. something like that. Um, also, uh, you know, the day of Google is really there, you know. Yeah, and, uh, easy you know, to find. It, yeah, yeah. And as soon as you look up RPJ guns, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to click on get me there, you know. <laughs> Don't need a paper map to find it. No, um, so. if uh, anyone knows the uh, Sunny Days Plaza, that's what we're in. We're okay. in, the, in the Sunny Days Plaza, uh, okay. which is a uh, close to the the Baptist church and so on. And we're kind of like right in the middle of uh, between the Sugar Mill Family Restaurant, and uh, you can see our our strip mall right from there. Yeah. You also have a, uh, which is great, given 19 and all the, you know, all the signage and all that stuff, you have uh, a big sign. Uh, right along the uh, on the roadway. A lot of times I'll have uh, yeah, I have a, a trailer that was sitting in the backyard and nobody was seeing my road sign. You know, I mean, yeah. I, and and realizing that uh, people are going really fast because I'm not in the construction zone. I'm outside of the construction zone. I'm south of it. But and of, oftentimes, Ron will have his uh, large uh, NRA. <laughs> Uh, sign out there as well. It's a mm-hmm. eight or ten foot sign, I guess, and which which I appreciate. And I wanted to let you all know that uh, Ron is a, a big supporter of the NRA, and uh, and 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 we appreciate that. It's uh, you know it's guys like him that uh, uh, you know that 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 allow you folks uh, to go out there and uh, and and not only purchase a firearm, but like we've talked about here now for quite some time to make a good purchase. Good selection. And, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, a, a, with a knowledgeable, uh, not knowledgeable guy and, uh, you know, some guy that's really interested in, uh, uh, not, you know, obviously selling your gun. Sure. I mean, he's, he's in business, but also making sure that you're getting the, the, the right firearm. And that's, uh, that's critical. Like uh, I've said a couple of times, this is a huge decision. You got to be a little bit humble. And, uh, and and know that other people most of the time are going to know more than you and uh, you want to take uh, you want to take happy advantage uh, ad- advantage of that mm-hmm. and uh, just let me give you your, the phone number for you Ron real quickly too it's a three five two four one nine four two four and uh, I thank you for being here it was uh, it was a lot of fun and uh, let we, me, uh, well let me let, let me get let me let you say uh, uh, say some parting words here Ron Yep. Uh, what we're going to do for the uh, the store and for the uh, listeners of the podcast, uh, when you come in the store, typically, if you buy a gun from us, we always uh, have the uh, 10% off on all the accessories uh, for life uh, for the gun. So you'll be saving more money that way than you do Terrific. on the purchase of the gun. But, uh, you know, when you uh, when you come in the store and mention that, uh, that you heard this pod ta- podcast, uh, what I'm going to do is uh, we'll take 10% off any accessory in the store. Fantastic. Uh, you know, for you. So We appreciate that. that, that that's, that's terrific. Uh, and lastly, to the, to the listeners, let me invite uh, you folks, uh, since we're just starting our, our podcasting, uh, to give us some feedback. Uh, we really, uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, I know from the, from the newsletter and uh, you, can, uh, you can link uh, directly to, uh, uh, to my uh, email. Uh, or you can give me a call. Uh, the uh, just by way of refreshment, uh, the uh, email is uh, homeguard at cox cox dot net, and my number is three five two five zero three six nine three one. And I sincerely uh, would like to hear from you uh, insofar as uh, uh, topics that you'd like us uh, like us to uh, to discuss. If you have any comments about today's podcast, that would be appreciated. And uh, we'll uh, we'll. Uh, 
Look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you.